What up, what up, what up? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm Justin Michael. I'm your host, and today we are talking CSU men's basketball. The Rams are opening up with a big-time opponent to kick off the regular season. I'm going to dive into that in just a second. Before we do, it's stressful trying to buy a house right now. If you've attempted this process, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The housing market, it's crazy in Colorado right now. That's why you got to let my friends Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress and just take some of that worry off your plate. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind, with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. As mortgage brokers, they're able to shop over a dozen different lenders with many different products to find the right fit for you. They want their borrowers to know who they're working with and not feel bounced around. Also, Mike and Virginia are proud DNVR members. They're CSU alum, and they work nights and weekends to make sure their clients are getting the best loan for their situation. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can also call Mike directly at 970-412-2472 or again, visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. All right, all right, all right. We've got college football season just around the corner, but today we are talking college basketball season, and that is because Colorado State is going to be opening up against Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts coming off of one of the most exciting NCAA tournament runs of last spring. They've got Max Aismas, one of the best scorers in the entire country. And according to John Rothstein, the two programs are going to be opening up on November 9th in Fort Collins. So it's going to be a a really, really big time game for CSU to open up the season. No cupcakes, uh, no no easy, easy breezy wins to, to open up the year for CSU. They're starting with a bang. And I love that. I mean, this is a team with legitimate expectations. They're expected to contend in the Mountain West. They're expected to be, you know, a, a potential top 25 team, an NCAA tournament team next spring. And because of that, you need to schedule up. You need to be willing to go out and make a name for yourself and, and build that NCAA tournament resume with high-profile opponents, and that's exactly what CSU is doing. They still have a couple of openings up on their schedule. They're trying to fill that, and I imagine they'll fill them with some more winnable games, so we'll kind of have to see how they decide to approach that. But as it currently stands, they're going to open on November 9th against Oral Roberts. That's a big-time, big-time game. CSU also playing Alabama this year. They're playing Mississippi State. They're playing St. Mary's. They're playing Tulsa. They've got the Paradise Jam, which has CU, Creighton, a couple of really high-quality teams, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Arkansas Little Rock. A lot of really, really good opponents for CSU on the schedule this year. And like I said, that's exactly what you should do when you have expectations like CSU does when you expect to make the NCAA tournament, especially as a mid-major team when you're not necessarily going to get the benefit of the doubt every single time from the selection committee. You want to leave no doubt. You want to certify yourself as a legitimate bid. I mean, I'll, I'll always think back to last year. It was so frustrating because I think that CSU team was deep enough to win a game or two in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, they had a really fantastic run in the NIT, made the semifinals. 
but they kind of got boned because of the lack of non-conference play. And obviously, everything about last season was so weird due to COVID-19. It, it wasn't CSU's fault, but they got screwed. And I just don't want it to be a situation, you know, I th- I'll always remember that team back in back in uh, 2014-15 that won 27 games or whatever it was and didn't make the NCAA tournament because Larry Eustacey, he didn't schedule up enough. You know, he kind of tried to manipulate the metrics a little bit, make RPI skew in his favor, and that was really at the point when they were kind of looking past RPI and using some of these other stuff, Ken Palm and Net and, and other, you know, rankings to kind of help make their decision-making. And the Rams ended up getting left out of the big dance. You know, it, it sucked. It was super unfortunate. Wyoming winning the Mountain West tournament that year certainly didn't help their cause, probably stole their at-large bid. But it was, it was also just a good reminder that you shouldn't ever leave anything up to chance when you have a team that you expect to be competitive, when you expect to make the NCAA tournament. You need to take matters into your own hands. This isn't the ACC. This isn't the Big 12. They aren't just going to give you the benefit of the doubt no matter what. And so I just really like the approach that we're seeing from CSU men's basketball as a whole, you know, from Nico Medved not being afraid to go out there and schedule up, not ducking anybody. And then, you know, from from Aaron Katsuma's side, the director of, of operations, he's just done a tremendous job of, of putting these games together and putting together a schedule that is going to create some national excitement for CSU that's going to get some eyes on the Rams and uh, just kind of help their cause at making the, the tournament next spring. If you're unaware of Oral Roberts, they are in the Summit League. You know, they they had a good year last year, went 18 and 11, but not tremendous, only 10 and 5 in in conference play, finished 4th in the Summit League. But they got hot at the right time, beat North Dakota 76 to 65, then South Dakota State 90 to 88 in a thriller, followed it up with a 75-72 win over North Dakota State in the Summit League Tournament Championship game. Where they really made a name for themselves though was obviously after that, in the NCAA tournament, they kick it off with an upset of Ohio State, win 75-72 to in overtime. After that, they upset Florida 81-78, to ultimately fall 72-70 to to a really good Arkansas team. So we've already seen this is a group that is able to, you know, kind of contend with the best of them. And the thing that's a little bit scary, at least from CSU's perspective, is their, their leading scorer the heart and soul of this team, Max Aismas, he's returning next season after a year in which he averaged almost 25 points a game, 24.6 points per game, on just shy of 50% from the field. This is a guy that can get to the hoop. He's uh, he's really lethal from three-point range. He can create his own shot. He can distribute to his team. There's not a whole lot he can't do. I mean, he's one of the most effective scorers in college basketball right now, statistically, and he's also just one of the most exciting players. He's a guy that really heats up. He's he's fun to watch because he's fearless. I mean, in that Ohio State game in particular, he's just draining threes from midcourt. I mean, his NCAA tournament highlight is, is six and a half minutes long. He was everything for that Oral Roberts team in those three games. Scored 29 points in the win over Ohio State, played 45 minutes, then scored 26 points in 40 minutes against Florida. Scored 25 and 40 minutes against Arkansas. Dude literally never left the floor. He was creating steals, had multiple two-steal games in that NCAA tournament. Like I said, he was hitting threes, getting to the rim, creating opportunities, getting to the free throw line, 
went 12 of 12 from the free throw line against Florida, four of six against Ohio State, six of eight against Arkansas. So not only was he getting there, he was knocking them down. The moment was just never too big for him. He's an elite, elite player, flirted with going to the NBA this year, ultimately decided to come back. It's going to be interesting to see kind of what Oral Roberts can do after that magnificent run in the NCAA tournament. Because like I said earlier, they didn't have, they had a good regular season. It wasn't great. They finished fourth in the Summit League. Obviously, they would have wanted to to finish a lot higher. Now they have some momentum. Now they can compete at a high level. Do they build off that? Do they come out this year, win like 24, 25 games? Or do they kind of fall back? Because we've seen, you know, with a couple of these guys, you know, Ja'Cory McLaughlin, for example, you know, guys that are electric scores, but, you know, Jason Preston at Ohio, they're able to, to kind of lead their teams on a, on a run, especially when they get to a, a single elimination style tournament, they're able to really shine. But in, in a three and a half, four month season, the deficiencies of, a, of the team as a whole kind of come through. I'll be curious to see, you know, does Oral Roberts take it to the next level or do, or do they kind of come back to life and just look a lot a lot more what they looked like throughout most of the regular season and not the NCAA tournament? Regardless, I love that the Rams are, are willing to open up with a team like Oral Roberts, a team that's coming off of an incredible run and is going to have some people paying attention to them because of it. But also, you know, it's a great opportunity for Isaiah Stevens for David Roddy to square up against one of the other best mid-major players in the country. I got to imagine we'll have some NBA scouts in Moby Arena that night. I got to imagine this game is going to be nationally televised, you know, in a primetime spot. There's just a lot of things to like about this opener for Colorado State. It's a great opportunity for the Rams to show themselves. It's a great opportunity to pick up a big win. But even beyond that, if, it, if you do lose that game, it probably doesn't kill you, especially if Oral Roberts has a really good season. I mean, if they fall back into the, the middle of the pack, it, it could be a little bit of a blow, especially considering the game is in Fort Collins. But ultimately, you know, it's, it's go big or, or go home. At the end of the day, I'd rather see the Rams schedule big and, and really try and make a name for themselves when they have the talent to do so. Then, you know, try and play a cute schedule, try and get cute with the process and, and beat a bunch of mediocre teams and, you know, maybe rack up 25 wins, but it just doesn't mean a whole lot. If you survive this schedule and you play well, not only are you going to get national recognition, but you're going to be battle tested going into conference play. The Mountain West Conference is obviously really, really tough. You're going to be experienced going into the Mountain West Tournament, into the NCAA Tournament. You will have already experienced what it takes to square up against top competition. And that's what that's beneficial for you in the long run, especially when you consider the fact that all these guys are still going to have eligibility even after this season. I mean, you really want to focus on competing well this year because they have the talent to do so. But this is a team that should be able to compete for the next couple of years. And you just you want to get them prepared for the moment. You want them facing top teams now so that this spring or Maybe this spring and the following spring, you're able to follow it up with a, a deep run, you know, maybe make it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. How awesome would that be? But you don't become ready for that moment by beating up on a bunch of nobodies. You got to go out and, and you know, handle your business in the regular season as well. It's why Gonzaga, you know, during non-conference play, they go out and they play good teams. They play Kansas. They play Baylor. They play teams from the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, whoever. They want to square up with elite competition. Now, obviously, it's it's a little bit different scenario given that the West Coast Conference is not that deep. The top of it's pretty good. 
the the bottom half especially is really weak. They're so much better than everyone else. They kind of have to do that in non-conference play. CSU doesn't have that same problem in the Mountain West. But regardless, the best teams aren't scared of other quality teams, and it shows. And it it seems like the Rams are confident enough to go out and do what's you know kind of necessary to to build up this program on a national level to get it to where CSU men's basketball is a household name across the country. I mean, there were times when San Diego State, New Mexico, you know, UNLV, the Mountain West would have three top 25 teams basically at, at any given point. I would love to see the Mountain West get back to that standard of having multiple top 25 teams. You know, San Diego State, you know, maybe this year Nevada and CSU. There, there's no reason that it shouldn't be one of the most competitive mid-major conferences around, and it traditionally is. But especially this year, especially moving forward, there's just a lot to like especially when you see teams like CSU being willing to, to do what it takes. Nevada, they're, they're, not, they're not scheduling up the same way the Rams are, and it, it might lead to them having a better start in non-conference play in terms of total wins. But when it comes to being battle-tested, when it comes to squaring up against elite competition, I just think it's going to benefit the Rams in the long run. And I, I ultimately think CSU has a higher ceiling this year, and I'm, I'm glad that they're, they're not getting cute with it. All right, I'm going to move on and uh, give you guys some updates on some of the other beats around CSU. Before I do, though, the NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly. No matter what, take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right, they offered this same promotion for college football a couple weeks back. Now they are offering for it on the NFL in case you missed out. All you gotta do, bet $1 on any game. They've already got the lines listed for week one. You are going to get $200 in free bets. They come in $25 uh, bets, so it's not one large sum. Nice way to spread out your funds a little bit. I don't know about you, but a $200 bet would be a little bit intimidating this way. You can kind of spread out the love, give yourself multiple opportunities to win. Plus, DraftKings now offers same-game parlays, so there's all kinds of opportunity to jack the odds way up and make yourself a little bit of moolah. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. Again, that promo code DNVR when you sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out Solace Meds. That's right, we partnered with a premier dispensary for you guys to get smoking hot deals with. Solace Meds has four convenient Colorado locations. One in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, and one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. All August long, Solace has some crazy deals for you to look forward to. Dixie Elixirs are two for 30. Spectra products are 20% off. Ripple are 25% off. Silver Shelf Flower is 15% off. And Connoisseur Shelf Concentrates are 15% off. If you head into any location, you can get an additional 20% off those awesome deals. When you use the code DNVR20, you're gonna get uh, 20% off your entire order. On top of that, if you go into any Solace Meds location right now, you're going to get a free King Cone or Solace Bar with your order. So not only are you saving money, but they're actually giving you free stuff. These are some of the best deals in town. It's why we love Solace Meds. They make your cannabis shopping experience a delight. Just head to their website, solacemeds.com, 
order online, pick up at your convenience. They make it so smooth, so simple. And again, they have some absolutely kick-ass deals. Shout out Solace Meds. All right, as I was recording this, we got an email from CSU making this Oral Roberts game official. Not that we were worried about that. Uh, but here are some quotes from that press release. First, Nico Medved. It's an exciting way to kick off the season at home against a terrific opponent like Oral Roberts. They're coming off of a special season, and both programs will benefit greatly from playing in a game like this. Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills also commented, We're always seeking to play several games each year that will allow us the opportunity to be tested as a team. The chance to launch our season against Colorado State will be a great opener for us and a great college basketball game for Hoops fans too. I mean, that's basically exactly what I've been rambling about for the last 15 minutes. Great opportunity for both of these programs to test each other and a great opportunity for both teams to get some exposure in a competitive atmosphere. The last thing I wanted to go over is the Colorado State women's soccer team. We already talked about the weird situation with CU on the last podcast. They fell to DU on Sunday 1-0 in the 91st minute. Jordan Crockett scored the golden goal for the Pioneers, ending it at Cyber Field. The Keeley Hagen era officially starts with a 1-0 loss to the Pios. You know, technically they played CU, but that game didn't count because it was, uh, they didn't get 70 minutes in, and then the game ended up getting postponed due to weather. The Rams will next take the field against South Dakota on Thursday. That will be the home opener for CSU soccer, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Nice way to maybe enjoy some time in the sunshine. Check out this team in action. A little bit of a rough start, been outscored 4-0 in one official match and then, you know, about 50 minutes of a second one. So you'd like to see them get things going here. But, you know, it's a new coach, new staff. Always expect things to start a little bit slow. We'll see if they're able to respond in the coming weeks. All right, that's all I have for today's podcast. We'll have plenty of football content coming up in the next couple of weeks. Wasn't able to do quite as much as I was hoping over the last two weeks or so. I went on vacation and I moved and then... It's it's been kind of a rough one, to be honest. This this past week's been a little bit tough. My great aunt Lynette unfortunately passed away. She's doing okay, and then she just fell hard. She broke some ribs, broke her leg, and never kind of came back to after going to the ICU. They took her off life support. Ultimately, uh, she passed away peacefully, which was which was a blessing. Uh, she was a very sweet woman. Was always a part of my life. You know, every get together, every family function every holiday she was always there my dad's aunt technically but you know she was just as sweet to me and i'm really gonna miss her uh the car that i drive i actually bought from her she gave me a kick-ass deal on it because she couldn't drive anymore um at the start of the year and it's just it's crazy to think she's gone it just happened kind of fast but um i'll have plenty of uh football content coming up in the next week I'm going to get back to business here, but I just kind of wanted to give everybody an idea of what's been going on, explain why, uh, you know, haven't had quite the quantity of content maybe you were looking for, but I promise I'll make it up to you. And uh, yeah, I just want to shout out my family and uh, my Aunt Lynette. Rest in peace. All right. Sorry to end on kind of a somber note, but uh, we'll be back with more content throughout the week and I promise I'll be in a better mood. All right, that's all we have. This is the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. I'm Justin Michael. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.
Inches out of palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want